This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody! My name is Doug, and I love movies! Oh, that might be the best one ever. Coming to you once again from the American... Yes, this isn't a communist comedy club. It's the American Comedy Company in Sweet Home, San Diego! It's Wednesday, July 20th. 
That's what the calendar tells me. I trust the calendar. Year 2016, first day of Comic-Con. And it's time to get your name tag on. Let me see him. Oh, I knew there would be some good ones. There's an excellent target over there. A guy wrote to me on Twitter today going, I brought a donut target and I cannot argue with that. I don't like that it's my big fat mouth open <laughs> waiting for donuts, but I do appreciate that it's a target. We got Point Jake instead of Point Break, made by our friend Point. Mark, Mark Nato, and you've got Mark Wahlberg in a Sharknado, and your name is Mark? Okay. Great job. Okay, what? <laughs> Don't tell me what to look at. I can't even I can't even read the name tag part of your name tag. Dash pool. What does it say? Dash pool. Dash pool? Yeah, man. Instead of Deadpool? Yes, sir. Because your name is Dash? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be a better movie than Dash Pool. Do with Dash, yeah, Dashville would be pretty good. But whatever, dude, good job. I'm proud of you. Fat, the Fast Andy Furious, because you're, you're a lady named Andy. Nice. I like your shirt. It's a, good, it's a Douglas movie shirt. Star Trek Into Dark Jess. Yeah. Good job, sounds kind of like a porn, but that's cool. <laughs> All right, you guys, good job. It's not up to me which name tags are gonna be chosen. You never know what's gonna happen. There's people out there who just scribbled something on a napkin, and it, it might, they might get a break. Doug Plugs, next week, Doug Loves Movies, and two Benson movie interruptions are coming to the Traverse City Film Festival in Traverse City, Michigan. Then on Tuesday, August 2nd, Douglas Movies is coming to Helium in Buffalo, New York. A gas it is. And on August 4th, I'll be at the Royal Theater. That sounds too fancy for donut throwing. In Toronto, Canada. Really? Douglas Movies is also coming to Chicago, Nashville, Seattle, Denver, Orlando, and more. Go to douglasmovies.com. Uh, Dallas, too, I think we just added. Specific dates and links at DougLowesMovies.com. Um, America! Listen, you guys. Heads up, everybody. It's never, it's never a great thing when I drive to a gig because I can bring really good weed with me. Uh, so I hope I'm on point tonight with all all the games and such. I forgot to describe to the guests backstage the newer games, so I will have to explain it to them as we go, because I've got pretty much the newest games ready to go, and they're gonna be like, what? <laughs> um, but it's gonna be awesome, and uh, what else did I wanna say before we get going? Oh, I'm doing stuff with uh, Screen Junkies. Uh, this weekend at Comic-Con, so tomorrow... Uh... <laughs> let me go, let me break it down for you guys. Tomorrow, 
at 3.30, if you happen to be in Hall H, which is mostly going to be full of people that slept there all night tonight, <laughs> but if you happen to be in Hall H, I'm doing a, I'm part of a panel called Under the Radar, and it's about movies that are like, you know, kind of indie movies that would appeal to the Comic-Con crowd, but they just don't know about them yet. So that's going to be tomorrow afternoon. And then Friday morning at 11, if you go to the Screen Junkies spot, uh, uh, Screen Junkies has a venue. It's on K Street, I think, in Washington, D.C. No, it's on, <laughs> it's on this K Street in San Diego. And uh, at 11 a.m., we're going to do a special Douglas Movies uh, kind of mini show, but also announcement about something that I'm going to be doing with Screen Junkies. And then... Uh, later that night at 9.15 in a room I'm going to be in the convention center there's a panel that is a all-star movie fights and I'm going to be competing in that and then I think that's everything that's enough for now my dance card is very full here at Comic Con, and I could be not—I could not be more grateful for that because, uh, you know, I don't. How many of you guys are uh, have badges and are going to Comic Con things this weekend? But for the listeners, that's like 20% of the crowd, and I appreciate everyone that lives in San Diego and comes down and fights the Comic Con crowd to attend this. But I, I gotta do it because I want to come to Comic Con, so I might as well, you know, do a show, do a show while I'm here. So, uh, thank you, thank you to everybody, and thank you to my three guests because that's the other tricky thing is that uh, it's the first night, it's the precipice of Comic Con. So like everyone's coming in Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, no one's here Sunday, but you know what I mean. Like, uh, it's just, so Wednesday night is like a tricky uh, booking perspective, and yet I still got three people uh, that love film, I dare say, as much or more than I do. Please give a big warm welcome to Mark Ellis, Graham Elwood, and Leonard Maltin! Take control, San Diego. Take control of your gas lamp. Far, far be it for me to criticize in any way your, your lovely introduction, uh -huh. Doug. But you made it sound like we're the only three losers who are here Wednesday night and available yeah. Yeah. for your show. Yeah, to, to my, my show tonight is sort of an early bird special. That's right. It's the people that eat dinner at 4.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> These three losers couldn't get into Star Trek. Make some noise for them. <laughs> yeah, that's my first question for each and every one of you goddamn nice people is... Like, Leonard Maltin, why aren't you at the Star Trek outdoor premiere with the orchestra playing first time ever I've thing? I've been asking myself the same question tonight, right? actually. <laughs> but when I heard that there was an available slot on your show, yeah. I said, well, that's no contest. I'm not going to tell the crowd who <laughs> fell out of that slot, because they will turn on you. <laughs> I had Chris that. Pine all lined up. <laughs> also, my and my invitation to speak at the 
Republican convention in Cleveland was withdrawn. Oh, that so. fell through? <laughs> you managed to talk some shit about Trump in one of your reviews of movies? No. Trump would hate Ghostbusters. <laughs> He's racist and misogynist. <laughs> he would totally hate that movie. <laughs> uh, let's meet my guests individually as I like to say, starting with, uh, it's been, we did like an in-studio episode, right, Mark, one time? Uh, you and I did an in-studio episode, uh, me and my buddy Christian Harloff as part of Schmoe's No, Schmoe's our movie no, show. And but uh, now here you are, it's Mark Ellis, everybody. Uh, <laughs> milking the audience response. <laughs> Their love and is all I have, Doug. It's, yeah. You but guys I, keep me warm. I met a guy outside in the standby line that was very excited by one of your tweets and uh, came down, so I, I hope he get it, got in. Did you get in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would be awesome if that was just some guy just saying that. <laughs> Nobody um, crushes a standby line like Mark Ellis, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he gets the standby people to show up and... Uh, if you don't have a ticket, that's the guy who wants to see me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you got, you got that extra seat filled. And uh, what are you doing uh, this, this weekend at the con? What kind of uh, events are you attending? Uh, I am uh, doing way too much for Schmoes No, for Collider, who I also work for, and Nerd HQ. Uh, so I'm just going to be working a lot like Thursday through Sunday. So I figured Wednesday I would take a break from actual responsibility and just get hammered with you guys for the next hour and maybe talk to movies. That's, That's how drunk we're going to get, is this 90-minute show is going to feel like an hour. <laughs> That's what we're going for. <laughs> but thank you for being here. And Graham Elwood is here! <laughs> yeah, that was for the home audience. Comedy film nerds. He is one of two of them. <laughs> He's one of two nerds that put together the ph phenomenon that is comedy film nerds. And um, what are you? <laughs> what are you? What are you hoping to achieve this weekend? <laughs> That's a great interview. What are you? Uh, what, what are your goals? What's what's, uh, what's going on with you, Graham Elwood? What's your problem? Um, <laughs> No, my co-host Chris Mancini. Well, we uh, all the all the comedy film nerd writers, many of them descend upon San Diego, so we're we're covering a lot of it. We have a lot of people going a lot of different things. But tomorrow night, this is I think the fifth year in a row we do it. We're uh, Chris and I are part of uh, Rick Meyer's Kung Fu Extravaganza. This awesome panel. He's been doing Rick Meyer's been doing this panel for like almost twenty years, and he shows clips of awesome kind of uh, independent martial art movies from Hong Kong and you know all over the place like. So we get to see clips of upcoming. Yeah, slow clap that shit. <laughs> Indonesia, maybe? Indonesia, we're going to see a little Ong Bok taste, a little taste of the Ong Bok. Uh, it's good business. And then I think I'm doing something with you Friday, the Screen Junkies thing. Yeah, yeah, come by and uh, participate at uh, 11 a.m. 
in wherever the screen junkies are doing their shit. <laughs> so I K have to K find Street. It's like a scavenger hunt. I gotta just find it. Yeah, good luck finding it, Graham. <laughs> We're looking forward to your participation. <laughs> if you figure out where it is. If you pass through the, the Hunger Games initiation that we've established, then we will not shoot off the cannon and you'll be alive. <laughs> Leonard Malton is here, everybody! Thank you very much. You're very kind. Yeah. Noted film critic slash loser who goes to Comic-Con a day early. That's it. Guilty dude, as charged. Dude, this is the day to get here. The traffic was shitty today. Can you imagine tomorrow? No, I'd rather not. Yeah, it's brutal. I'd so rather you not. Did it. Yeah, no, it's yeah, no, got here. Here, we're Beat here. The traffic. When are you gonna we get beat, out? You're gonna leave uh, Saturday at 5 a.m. That's classified information. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, but we nearly ran over Pikachu coming over here this night. So. Uh, poor Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> gotten beat up a lot. <laughs> uh, among, among the other things you're doing, though you, don't, you haven't written down, I know, so uh, I'll No, I knew it would come up because you're here. Well, it's true. I'm here. I'm doing an episode of my podcast, Malton on Movies, with Ooh. my daughter, Jessie, and our guest uh, at Petco Park, 4.15 on Friday, will be Doug Benson. At Petco Park. <laughs> you guys, tickets still available. Mayor Malton <laughs> fills stadiums. <laughs> With movie lovers, I like to who are dying to know what his hot picks are. <laughs> I usually like to work smaller rooms, but this was the only gig I could this get. This is the only room that was available, you guys. <laughs> and you can't get into a shitty underground bar. <laughs> Downtown San Diego is all about Petco Park. <laughs> We're doing comedy film nerds on the deck of an aircraft carrier. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Make America great again, Doug. I just like to point out I have standby tickets available for both events <laughs> if anybody needs them. So. Seriously, guys, look at the American Eagle comedy sign they have. You can barely cast a shadow on it. It is the most brightly illuminated thing on this stage. The podcast listeners have no idea. They have no idea how patriotic no, they're, this club they're, is. They're, they're missing a lot. <laughs> this being a, an audio medium, they're missing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Including the stains I got on my shirt during dinner tonight. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad it's an audio medium. Yeah, no, it works out great for you and me because I'm like, you know, when people are like, why don't you videotape or, you know, why don't you live stream the video of uh, Doug Loves Movies? I'm like, because I, I don't have my eyes open. <laughs> I'm having a cocktail, I'm just staring at my notes, like, you know, nobody needs to see that. It works perfectly in the old school radio format. That's right. I'm bummed out because I wore a Speedo and a tiara for nothing. <laughs> you know what, though? It's about truth and honesty, and uh, we all know that you really are wearing those things. <laughs> Let's start with Graham. What was the last movie you saw? 
Uh, I saw two really cool films. I saw this documentary. I'd like to hear about uh, one of them. Uh, <laughs> what are you, a goddamn pundit on the news? What do you think of Trump's foreign policy? First of all, he'll bring back jobs. I didn't ask you that! <laughs> I mean, I, th I think he will bring back jobs. Um, uh, in the I'll bring back Steve Jobs from the grave. He's a great businessman. He knows what to do. He'll be a great advisor. He'll help you with this country. Well, I saw this this cool documentary called East LA Interchange about. Bush. All right, tell us about the other one. All right. <laughs> God damn it! No, I actually saw a, another great documentary about the the. the oh, next. The Trump. The, 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 no, it's it's about the Trump campaign. It's called The Purge. <laughs> I had to fucking fight to get that joke out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give up on a joke, kids. Yeah, I didn't know the second one was just going to be a quick joke. I would have allowed all of it. I just thought you were really bending the rules with that two-movie thing. And another movie I saw, Doug, was really compelling. Let me ask you real quick. What did you think of The Secret Life of Pets? Didn't see it. Yeah, he doesn't go to that shit. Yeah, <laughs> Chris sees that. He has kids, so he always like, I got my kids, and they liked it, but I thought it was dumb, or whatever. Wait, your friend Chris Mancini is a, has a weird lady voice? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was watching The Purge. <laughs> Wait, that's your voice now? Yeah, yeah, we have to do That's not how you sound. Well, when I'm on the aircraft carrier, I will. <laughs> No wonder he sounds like a lady, because yeah. the aircraft carrier is very loud. It's really loud. So he's like, it's hard, hard, hard to hear. It's so loud out here. I'm like, hey, Chris, let him land. Mark? <laughs> There's 18 movies I'd like to talk about today. Here Doug. we go. <laughs> yes. I like them in the order of preference, starting with 18. Go. The most recent movie I saw, I don't know what this is going to do to the room, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. If nothing else, my hand of God, I saw Ghostbusters, the new one, more recently. Oh, people seem all right with it. Guess what? People that come to Douglas movies aren't sexist assholes. <laughs> yes. Can I... I'll be honest, I wasn't worried about the crowd. You guys seem like progressive people. I was worried about the eagle right behind me, biting my head off, but he seems to approve, too. That thing too. will bite your carotid <laughs> if you fucking love a movie that stars four women <laughs> in roles created by men! <laughs> like, I just don't get the anger. I mean, I get, like, rebooting is always angering, right, Leonard? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's always frustrating. And no, I, I don't know where the hostility came from. I, I really, really so don't. It's so intense. Yeah. It it's came just... from fucking Trump supporters. That's who's doing it. <laughs> well, look, look, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on both sides on this because I think the original Ghostbusters is one of the greatest films ever made. I think it's one of the funniest movies. I think it, Bill Murray gives an all-time great performance. But I also think that if you're going to reboot Ghostbusters, it's a great property. New generations should get to celebrate it. And rather than continue that universe and try to shoehorn new characters into a New York that already had two ghost invasions, why not reboot the entire thing? And while you're at it, have a different perspective, thus having four women be the Ghostbusters.
Avengers. I think that makes a lot of sense. You know? I think it was probably studio cautiousness that was like, we've got to please the original Ghostbusters fans. And it's like, fuck the original Ghostbusters fans. Anyone that's mad that they're redoing it is going to just be mad, like, no matter how it, you know, they're just mad that it's being redone. And it's like, why not? I just think they start off on the really wrong foot of going, the original Ghostbusters guys didn't exist. Why couldn't this be about four women who, who go, hey, there were these guys back in the 80s who did this thing, and they were right. And we're going to pursue what they were doing. And the cameos could be all of the original Ghostbusters who have all That's moved on idea. to other, you know, they've all given up on it. Or like Dan Aykroyd is in a straitjacket in a <laughs> institution. Because, like, that's part of what's great about the original Ghostbusters is all the technical lingo that Dan Aykroyd created. Why is he just a fucking cab driver who's just winking about how, yeah, I was an original Ghostbuster? That I don't get. But all of that aside, they made a funny movie with four funny ladies and fuck everyone who's mad about it. Yeah, yeah, and the shit like that Leslie Jones had to take on Twitter is just like unfucking believable. No, she left Twitter because she was so. I, I mean, if yeah. I were her, I'd just be like, block, block, block. But you know, a, a woman is—it's kind of different. You know, I mean, it's more I intense. Know. You know, I mean, I'm I'm hesitant to use this expression on this particular show with the name that you have on this show and with the feeling we all have, but. Guys, it's just a movie. <laughs> it's just We love movie. movies, but a lot of people love stupid shit yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really matter yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon Go is a great example. <laughs> people are very invested in it. For what reason? I have no idea. Will somebody be crowned million-dollar Pokemon Go champion? No. You gain nothing by being good at it. But people love it, and you know, what are you gonna do? If they had like a Pokemon contest, like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> where if you're playing Pokemon Go, you get one of six golden tickets in the world, and then Pikachu comes out in like a purple suit and a hat, that would be fucking incredible. <laughs> they should reboot Willy Wonka. No, they should not reboot Willy Wonka. No, 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 no. They did, they tried to. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think that's why people get nervous around reboots, though, is that there's been a lot of tried and failed attempts at reboots. So naturally you think, oh, they're rebooting this. It's not going to be as good. And that negativity seeps in your head. And then it goes into your thumbs. Then you get on Twitter and you start tweeting. And the next thing you know, you're being locked up for saying stupid racist shit, stupid <laughs> sexist shit that you shouldn't have said in the first place. I mean, I thought the movie was fun. I, I thought it definitely has its flaws. But I thought Leslie was great. And I thought that Kate McKinnon is the dividing line between people because they either loved her in that movie or they hated her. I happen to think she was the She's best the part of the She movie. does a great job of carrying the Harold Ramis torch because he's he's sil quietly hilarious in that first one. Mm -hmm. Like he's mm -hmm. subtly hairy. Yeah, R.I.P. Well, speaking of which, Gary Marshall, holy shit. Oh, uh, well. That yeah. was, that's a bad one. Even though, I mean, he was 81, but you know, he I, I would have watched his fucking holiday movies till he was 100. <laughs> And he was, the, he was the nicest man. The I don't know if you nicest. ever had a chance. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and as I pointed out today on Twitter, if you've never seen it or just want to see it again in honor of him, 
His scene in Albert Brooks' Lost in America, Lost in America. is one of the funniest things that ever happened. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so and, good. And, and you don't need an excuse to watch Lost in America. It's a, it's a really, it's really good, terrific movie. But if you want to jump right to his scene, I don't. Yeah. Right now, I don't blame you for doing that. <laughs> he plays, he plays a hotel clerk, hotel manager, and Albert Brooks is trying to check into the hotel in, in Vegas, right? No, he's not trying to check in. He's trying to get the ho the casino oh, to right, give right, him right, his right, right, money right. back because he he lost control and lost a lot of money. And he's explaining to Gary Marshall, the guy who runs the casino, uh, here's why you should give me my money back. And the, and that's where the classic uh, phrase comes from that he says that like it, you know we spent our entire nest egg. Yes. He keeps saying nest egg. And the, like nest egg the, the nest egg the concept. The casino doesn't right. give a shit. Right. And that was even before casinos tried to say, like, you know, now they have ads from, from the casino saying, you know, gamble responsibly. That was a time when they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and so it's a, it's a hilarious scene, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, an hour into the movie, so jump to it if you want to. <laughs> Just to see Gary Marshall. Yeah. But, but he's been great in a bunch of things. And he's in The Godfather, I think. Gary Marshall was in so many movies, but he's primarily known for a director. I don't think you can name somebody who was known most for their work behind the camera, but when they popped into scenes on screen, you didn't cringe. Like, when I oh, see no, A League of Their Own, him playing Mr. Harvey is like one of my favorite characters in that movie. Oh, he's great on Louis, but, Louis C.K. Yeah, show. Yeah, but then yeah. you see another movie where you have a director who wants to pop into their own movie, and it's like, you see M. Night Shyamalan, and you're like, we just oh. gotta get through this scene. <laughs> All right, yeah, you hit Mel Gibson's wife. I care about it. Just move on to the next scene, dude. Give me some aliens and corn. That's why I paid to see the movie. But Gary Marshall's funny. Gary Marshall's aliens funny. And corn, you guys. Gary Marshall's <laughs> voice is so funny. His delivery is so funny. Like in the, Soap Dish. Yeah. That scene in it's Soap like, Dish. Hey, what's going anything. on, you guys? Hey. Yeah. My daughter's I'm very. Gary Marshall. Call me Gary. My daughter <laughs> just showed me the scene of him in Hocus Pocus today. She's very, uh, she, she uh, loves him in Hocus Pocus. So, and All right, well, that's so a, that that's got a, a lady tremendous thing, response. I think. The loving of Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Same with uh, Practical Magic. They came out around the same time I saw both with ladies. <laughs> I remember The Craft, that was another one. There was like a run of like Hot Topic employees being in movies. <laughs> And I didn't know how to feel. I remember seeing Sarah Jessica Parker as the witch in Hocus Pocus and being like, my, 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 my cock says yes, but my brain says no. I don't know what to have happen right now. My cock likes horses, but my brain says... That's what everybody says. I do not say it personally. I think she's a cute lady. I liked her all the way back to Square Pigs. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah, I know my Sarah Jessica Parker shit. <laughs> what was that one where she was a she was a girlfriend of a guy whose father was abusive? LA's story. I was gonna say Footloose, but then you get real dark with that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a heavy movie. It was uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Corey Haim and Sarah Jessica Parker, and Corey Haim's father was abusive. License to drive. <laughs> yes, that's it. I'm glad we solved that mystery. License to drive, okay. License to drive. Right. You're reminding me, a friend, a friend of mine came up with a great idea. If you're, if you're of a certain age, you'll relate to this. 
and the rest of you won't. But it's it's <laughs> so most of you won't. It's for, it's for, well, no, 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 not most. The rest of you won't. Okay. It's for it's for a brand new game show called Short Term Memory Jeopardy. Whoa. Where, where, where every, every answer, like we're having this conversation about different films, every answer is, oh, you know, it's, the, it's, it's that guy. Uh, he was in the other movie. You just you, have you to kind of describe it. Yeah. I like that. That's a good idea for a game show. And that's also what happens on this show all the time. All the time. And when the person's describing the movie, they're just helping the other contestants. <laughs> to know what movie they might want to say when it comes to them. And speaking of games, this is the part where Bert needs to turn the show off because I'm about to say, let the games begin! Okay. Uh, gentlemen, there is a dazzling array of name tags and you get to pick anybody wow. you want. And uh, while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back. How'd you get donuts in? Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spotify's new Discover Weekly feature. Discover Weekly allows you to lose yourself every week in the thrill of new music discovery. Your Discovery Weekly playlist is 30 songs you didn't know you loved yet. You get a brand new, unique playlist every Monday, like a weekly birthday present just for you. The playlist is personalized based on your music taste. The people who know about and use Discover Weekly love it. Dive in and join them. Don't forget to save your favorite tracks on Sundays before your playlist refreshes. Go to spotify.com slash discoverweekly now to get your playlist. Today's episode is also brought to you in part by Loot Crate. You know about Loot Crate. It's a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than 20 bucks a month, you get four to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Make sure to head to LootCrate.com Doug and enter the code Doug to save $3 on any new subscription. Loot Crate is more than just a subscription service. It's an entire community of fans that share their experience and interact with each other around the unboxing of each month's crate. And they guarantee $40 plus in value in every crate. Sometimes it's a lot more. Every month there's a different theme and all items are curated around that theme. Previous crates have included items from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and many more. Join us as we celebrate the futuristic. We've packed July's crate with items from some of pop culture's favorite prognostications of science and the future. Look towards tomorrow with items from Rick and Morty, Futurama, Star Trek, Mega Man, and Valiant Comics, including a model, a figure, and don't forget our monthly tea and pin. So many Douglas Movies fans are signing up for Loot Crate, and you should too. Just go to LootCrate.com slash Doug and enter the code Doug to save three bucks on your new subscription today. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. We're back! Great job, you guys! You great ask... name tags, great selection process. You didn't ask me the most recent movie I've seen. Well, okay, let's, uh, you know, I, I'm down. I can't remember. What was the last movie you <laughs> saw? No, no, no. 
I told you I have short-term memory. <laughs> no, no, good no, the, bit. no. The other night, the other night, I finally got to see a film that I've been hearing about for weeks: Swiss Army Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. And does and it I'm, live up to the hype? It did. There you go. It absolutely Leonard did. Love Swiss I, Army Man. I went to see. It's almost impossible to describe. Yeah, no, and, and you and, don't want to in polite company. No, <laughs> but it's it's really worth. It's a seeing. weird ass movie. It is. Yeah, absolutely. But, I'm, but also I'm excited to see it. I but seen also it very endearing and 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 original. There you go. I liked it. Uh, uh, Academy Award nominations, maybe. Nah, too indie. No, too weird, too indie. That Paul Dano was so good in the uh, uh, music. Oh, the, the Brian Wilson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, Love and Mercy, yeah. Love and Mercy, yeah. I yeah. almost called it Music and Lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a movie I love. I love that movie, Music and Lyrics. I love Hugh Grant being a, <laughs> An, a British old, pop star. Yeah, old middle-aged pop star. Yeah, but the, the, like, they have the flashbacks to his videos. And Those are great. Yeah, spot on. Uh, who are you playing for, Graham? Uh, I'm playing for Ashley... Um, she just has an R2-D2 that has lights on it, and when she, after she handed it to me, I'm like, oh, there's no name or shithead, so she just whispered them to me. Oh, so, that's good. Yeah, so I just went for lights. <laughs> yeah, and it's a little, uh, you know, who, who can resist R2-D2? We're Comic-Con. You gotta go R2-D2. There were some great name tags. There. All right, Come sure. On. There you go. Mark? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Mark? Uh, I don't know the gentleman's name, so I'm playing for empty carbohydrates. Um, there were donuts involved. It says right there on it. It says KCT. Casey. Right on the top. I just, I, I see KCT. And his adventures on Earth. I saw KC, and then I was like, nobody's named Casey anymore. So I, I'm sorry about that. It's a very lovely name. I just haven't seen it in a minute. So we have there you ET, go, Casey. and there you go. And I, the reason why I chose this is because I'm actually drinking a Coors Light, and the beer that ET takes out of the fridge in ET oh. is a Coors Original. Oh. Yeah, it's a Coors Original. He's got more balls than I do, but uh, <laughs> that's why I chose it and the free donuts. If any of you gentlemen want a donut, thank you. Well, you know what happens with donuts when they get up to the stage? <laughs> we throw them. Who's hungry? There's a target. Look at that target with my oh, face on it, Graham. But, no, put Fast and Furious Hit down. Hit that sir. target with my face. Now put Fast and Furious down. No, no offense. Thank you. But look at that. There's, a, there's my face. It's a target. I'm going to get this right in your mouth, Doug. All right. I'm going to shove this in your mouth. Please put that donut in my mouth. Watch Here your head, go. sir, in the beard right in front of the sign. All right. Hey, wait, staff guy. Whoa, what's that guy doing? <laughs> Holy shit. His face got so close to my face. Yeah, it's danger zone time. Oh! All right, all right, hold, hold that. Keep that, that sign up. Give Keep that one. sign up. That was clocked at 87 miles an hour. <laughs> Everyone, keep your mouths open. If I miss it, eat it like a seal. My turn, my turn, my turn, my turn. Yeah! Canada! Canada! Can if, if only the audience listening could experience oh, they, what we just saw. They kind of do. Like, yeah. everyone here has experienced it audi audioly in their ears. But now they're seeing it really happen, and that's so exciting. There's so much creative input that goes into P 
people just throwing donuts. <laughs> I'll throw another one if you're that into it. Shit. These are, wh where are your donuts from? Donut bar. Donut bar? <laughs> oh, local favorite donut bar. All right, here we go. Get that sign ready. <laughs> oh, nice yeah, shot. Every time. Nice shot. I'm better at throwing donuts right. than you would I'm, think. Uh, I'm, I, the, the, the sign is adorable. It's a nice target. I'm actually going back row. Yeah, get a new back target. Row. Hit it. Hit you guys it. ready? Get a farther target. Mark's going long. Who's got a sign in the back? Hold something up. There you go. Hit that. Hit that bald guy. Come on, Mark. Whoa. That was a really beautiful throw. All right, I'm going to try to hit. That I'm was gonna... like the movie Tron with donuts. All right, I see that big sign right back there. Get that, get that big sign. Oh. I'm sorry. You just I'm sorry. It. You I'm sorry. intentionally threw it right in somebody's face. I'm so sorry. That's not cool. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta. Don't just... do that again. I'm not gonna Block do that again. Block your faces, everybody. Watch your mouths. I'm so sorry. This one has fruity pebbles on it. Everybody, please put on eyewear. Whoa. That's a good catcher. He moved it. He moved it. I'll give some love to these two signs right here. If you can't hit these two signs, then. Doug there just we hit go. a baby. Oh no, I didn't, I didn't know there were babies in the audience. <laughs> I apologize to all the babies. <laughs> These donuts are so big. God damn. Look at this thing. Oh, somebody take a bite of that one. <laughs> There's a Ghostbusters donut. I think it's a, I don't know. It's against the new Ghostbusters, but it's against Ghostbusters. Ghosts. Didn't the guy doing the graffiti of the Ghostbusters logo, didn't you think that was Justin Timberlake for a second? It wasn't. It was a Cordry. It was Nate Cordry. It was a Cordry. What are you doing, Graham? You gonna periscope this or some shit? <laughs> oh, he's selfieing with the donut? <laughs> All right, throw it. Oh, he's taking a bite. It's like a grenade. <laughs> All right, is that it? Hey, can you throw that one back here? I wasn't finished with it. No, don't. don't. God damn it. If you're listening at home, nothing of consequence just happened. <laughs> the eagle threw a donut. <laughs> the eagle did not get involved in the donut tossing. I well, the eagle's involved every time I throw a goddamn donut, Doug, because I'm throwing them for fucking America. Make our American donuts great again, you son of a bitch. Lock him up, lock, lock him, him up. up. <laughs> Taser Trump, Taser Trump. All right, have we talked about who you guys are playing for? Yeah, yes, we have. Uh, Leonard, who are you playing for? Well, I am playing for someone named Jess, who's sitting right up front oh, here. Oh, Into Dark, Dark Jess. Yes, yeah, Star Trek Into Dark Jess. And the cast, the purported cast of this renamed movie, features you. Yeah, I'm in there. Mark you, Wahlberg. Yeah. Jeff Tate. Simon Pegg gets to keep his part. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a very good one. Thank you for picking that. Oh, that donut Malton. tasted great. Leonard Malton. I almost just called you Malton. Thanks, Malton. <laughs> <laughs> good to have you here, Malton. Um, There's two twists left in this movie box that I'm going to save for oh, unorthodox okay. comments. I'll tell you what. Every time you score a point uh, tonight, uh, Mark, just uh, then, then you can throw one of your donuts. That sounds fair. It'll be a celebratory. <laughs> I did, I, those those are more like throwing. missiles, though, aren't they? And if I and if I score a point, I'm gonna put that long twist in my pants. You gotta come up here and bite it. <laughs> so the crowd is rooting for me. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah, it's good to set it up like you're the villain. Nobody, nobody wants, nobody wants to bite your donut. I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna start with a fun new game, a uh, newish game. So none of the people on stage have played it before. Uh, Jason and Deb's IMDb Woo! game. Oh, what do you got to do? Prizes? Oh shit! You're right. God damn it! <laughs> I keep forgetting every part of this show. <laughs> Thank you, sir, in the Nerdist shirt for uh, keeping us up to speed. Yeah, thanks, you goddamn nerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. We gotta figure out what we're playing for. Graham, Graham, what did you bring for the prize bag? Uh, I have a uh, comedy film nerds T-shirt um, that uh, we're getting rid of, so we're selling these on the website for at a discount. You don't have those were all words you didn't have to say. You got applause for the shirt. Comedyfilmnerds.com. There you go. Um, <laughs> and then I have the book, The Comedy Film Nerd Guide to Movies, which I brought a couple with me. I'll be in the back after the show. That Doug did the foreword on. Oh, I did some writing? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't remember it. More That's than 140 awesome. characters? That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> What'd you bring, Mark? I brought a bear claw that spent the night in Graham Elwood's pants, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. I actually brought a, uh, it's a, it's too uh, expensive to be called a toy. It is actually a figurine, and it is uh, from the Batman Arkham series. It was gifted to my podcast, Schmoes No. You can check it out on YouTube, Schmoes No, uh, by the, uh, one of the voice actors who's performed Batman, Roger Craig Smith. He gifted it to us, and I did not open it or I played with it in the bathtub and put it back in its case. <laughs> and now I am re-gifting it to one of you lovely people. Best of luck, good wishes. And Batman does have a miniature eclair that you can bite off out of his bat <laughs> slacks. Uh, Before we get to what you brought, Leonard, because you, you brought the best thing of, of anyone, I think. Uh, I've got, uh, this is all coming in the bag that they give uh, Comic-Con registrants, participants, whatever you want to call us. Uh, you get a big bag to put shit in. And so I'm giving With Wonder my, Woman on the cover. I'm giving mine away. And then this is a Comic-Con 2016 souvenir book with uh, Wonder Woman on the cover. And a uh, Doug Loves Movies t-shirt. Uh, Doug, Doug, one of my CDs, Doug, uh, <laughs> like I'm looking right at it, Doug something, <laughs> Gateway Doug 2, Force Fun, a, a sampler from some record company, I don't know, and a, 
then, uh, oh, this is good. Fit to the Core. <laughs> a DVD with Nancy Kennedy. Boy, is she fit. She knows her shit, yeah. Doug, when are you going to do a fitness DVD? When are you going to make Oh, you know, uh, it's called Super High Me. <laughs> oh, and a uh, pipe from Peacemaker that's only been used once. <laughs> Outside of this comedy club right before the show. And what, uh, what do you have for the bag, Mr. Maltine? I have four issues of my uh, newsletter, Leonard Malton's Movie Crazy. Uh, from the previous decade, now rare collector's items, unless you happen to look around my garage. And, and I also have two sets of uh, pinback buttons of me as I was caricatured on South Park about 20 years ago. There's the regular me and then there's the robot version of me. Right, of course. <laughs> the robot version. Which version is here tonight, Leonard? I'll leave, I'll leave that to you to decide. <laughs> the robot version and the regular version are both not really, not trivia whizzes. Yeah, depending on how you define trivia. Yeah, but you like, you've seen so many movies that you can't remember everything about them. Yeah. You just have an opinion and then you move on. How often do you rewatch something that's like, that you like? Almost never. Right, because there's so many new movies too you have busy, to watch too, all too the time. Too busy moving on to new ones, yeah. Yeah. And now, of course, in the, I mean, since when, when, when home video became a thing in the 80s and really took off, I started meeting people who had the ability now to watch a favorite movie 10, 20, 30, 40 times or obsess <laughs> over a certain scene, which I have never done. I mean, I have my favorite movies, and I do right. see... Right, yeah, you probably don't have, like, uh, like uh, favorite lines for movies, even, really? Oh, I do. Sure, I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Even though you haven't watched them multiple times? Because that's sort of how they sink in. Well, that's true. I mean, my, well, my favorite movie is, of all time is Casablanca. And, and a mild response from the audience. No, that was uh, good. That was really it's, good. It's, that was really good. It's a, <laughs> I would expect less, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because it's in black and white, and yeah. they talk. <laughs> but man, that, that movie really does hold up. It's really I just, it's one I of the just classics it again. it's fun to watch. I watched it again recently. We had a screening on a big screen at USC, and it plays great. It really plays great. Yeah, lots of laughs. What but is it that has, great? But it has, <laughs> no, no, no it's, it it's a very funny movie. No, it's funny, but yeah. It's got everything. It's, it's, got, it's, got it's also a drama. You're, it's got, you're right. It's got drama. It's got humor. It's got suspense. It's got timeliness. It's got romance. Yeah. It's, it's a the movie. The only thing it doesn't movie. have is beheadings, and that's what <laughs> I look for in a film. <laughs> Sorry, Casablanca. And, um, and there are at least two movies that took their titles <laughs> from dialogue in Casablanca. Oh, okay. Let, I'll play this game. All right. Uh, play it again, Sam. Right. Woody and, Allen. Yeah. And what are you saying over there? I'm trying to play. <laughs> oh, and uh, uh, the gun in Betty Sue's handbag. <laughs> That's not true. Um, I was totally believing that for what it's worth. <laughs> I was like, well, fucking Graham, yeah. It's I can't think of what the other one is. It's a movie you know well. I'm sure. We're the going to need a bigger boat. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the even the title of a movie. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's just a line from Jaws. God damn it. It's, 
It's that's not a knife, that's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> the other movie, which I, I gather many people don't know the origin uh, of, uh, in terms of his title, is The Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects? Oh, that's which great. Is that's an expression from... Casablanca. Casablanca. Claude Ray. Right. Round up the usual Round up the usual suspects. suspects yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just learned so much about Leonard Maltin's film criticism process. Because no, you 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 take in so much knowledge, it's impossible to retain it all. You let a lot of stuff in, and then it all leaves quickly. You're like the guy who runs Cal State Northridge. <laughs> In what way, Mark? There's just so many students coming in and out of that place. <laughs> None of them stay for more than six months, but they're there, man. Wow, I, I love the Cal State Northridge riff went over in San Diego. Seems a little the far. There's probably a school like that around here. Oh, I would never make fun of San Diego State. Go Aztecs! Oh, wow! Nice. Let's give it up for the Navy and the Marines, everybody. Come on. When I said that, I was like 40% sure the Aztecs were the mascot. I was like, I was like, I already got the state out, so I got to throw something. Uh, uh, Aztecs. And they went with it, and we all learned something. Well, right now, we're going to learn who are the men and who are the boys. <laughs> Because some of you are going to get older movies and some of you aren't. It's time to play Jason and Deb's IMDb game. Yeah. Most points after three rounds wins. Negative one point for a wrong guess. One point and bonus points if you get the correct answer. I'm going to name a film or a project that is in somebody's top four on IMDb. If you think you know who I'm talking about, buzz in with your own name, Grand Mark Leonard. The suspense like to remind is killing everybody, me. Buzz in with your own name when you recognize it, and then if you're correct, you get a point, and then you get a bonus po bonus point, <laughs> bonus point. <laughs> You get a bonus point for every name after that that you can name in that person's top four. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, questions. So Opening the floor to questions. So who's top? So it's who's top four? You won't know. Is it top four until in terms you figure it out? Is this a, is, is this top four? In you, terms it's of like you just said to Alex Trebek. What's the answer? <laughs> oh, so so give me a can you give me a hypothetical like if okay like if I said uh, Afghanistan, oh, you'd see, who would you think was in that? Graham Elwood. Yes. And what would be your other top three credits on IMDb? Oh, I got so my top three. Okay, I got it. There you go. I got more confused after Graham asked his question. <laughs> what questions do you have, Mark? I'm just ready to play. I'm just here to compete. All right. <laughs> Aren't you the Olympian? Just the important thing to remember is that you get a negative point if you have the wrong answer. So after you hear just one title, you might want to wait for a second title just to confirm that it's the person you think it might be. Okay. Here we go. Who was in all of these movies and 
they turned out to be in their top four on IMDb. The Help. Prisoners. Doubt. Viola Davis. Viola. What's your name? Leonard. <laughs> and what's the answer? The answer is Viola Davis. Correct. All right, all right, I got it. I got it. I got you guys it. know how it works now. Please be respectful. This is Viola without her makeup on. Can everybody... <laughs> all right, so Leonard has a point, and uh, the top three... So far, three things listed for Viola Davis are The Help, Prisoners, and Doubt. What do you think is the fourth credit that uh, is attributed to Viola Davis for one bonus point for just Leonard? Is Leonard alone on this one? Uh, so Close and Far Away? Uh, that, that's a film? <laughs> I never remember the name of that movie. The one with Tom Hanks. The one about the aftermath of 9-11. Oh... Oh, oh, extremely close and incredibly yeah. lame. Wow. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the fourth answer is a TV series that she's on, because oh. they slipped those in. So how to, oh, get, how away to get Away with yeah, Murder. How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, they slipped that in on you. All right, here we go. Who is this they? Wait a minute, who is this they slipped it in? IMDb. They slipped it in on Yeah, well, All there's right. an intense metric that they use to determine what the top four is. And now, if someone's a member of IMDb Pro and they're an actor or actress, they can pick what their top four is. So you just never know what, where this is gonna go. And that's part of the, <laughs> that's part of the fun. When we determine what part of the fun it is, you'll let us know, right? Yes. Okay. Let's try another one. <laughs> Whose first movie in their top four on IMDb is Requiem for a Dream? And then their second film is Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> Lots of people in the audience know the answer. Leonard Jared Leto? <laughs> that is his full legal name. Wow. Leonard Jared Leto. <laughs> Very good. Now you get a couple possible bonus points. Name two more Jared Leto vehicles. No. <laughs> I refuse to do it. I'm a respected film critic. What about Panic Room? Remember that? He was in Panic Room? Yeah, he's in, he's in, yeah. Ale he's in Alexander, isn't he? Yeah, neither of those are in the top four. Uh, they went with Mr. Nobody and Artifact. Did well. you see either of those? No. And Leonard sees everything. <laughs> All right, so Leonard uh, got another point there, so he's got two points. <sighs> Let's try another one. Buzz in with your own name. <laughs> Who was in The Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> All right, I'll give you a second credit. Neighbors. Mark. Let me finish. TV. The Neighbors TV series? Yeah. 
<laughs> Go for it, bro. I'd like to apologize to everybody that thought a, a donut was going to be thrown their way during this point. I got a donut for you. What do you man. got? <laughs> Anything? I'll say Jonah Hill. No. Negative one for Mark. Feels good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not insurmountable. But Leonard and Graham, the next movie is called Focus. A lot of knowing laughs in the crowd. I, I saw that movie too, but right? I think it's just not. Right? In Wolf of Wall Street. Probably not. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, Leonard, Margot Robbie. That's correct. <laughs> Leonard is killing it with three points. That's the, what was holding you back on this show, is the Leonard Moulton game. <laughs> You're much better at this. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do one more for fun, even though Leonard is walking away with this. He's got it. Yeah. Here we go. Men in Black. <laughs> the audience knows more than you guys do. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Come on, you guys gotta catch up. Do a Hail Mary. All right, Graham. Okay, who is it? Tommy Lee Jones. No. <laughs> no. No. Graham and Mark are both at negative one. Leonard is running ahead with it. With three points. What I said was not Tommy Lee Jones. I was saying Will Smith. <laughs> uh, but this is now between Leonard and uh, Mark. I am legend. Mark. <laughs> nice catch, sir. You can actually eat that one. Every time Leonard gets a point, they do a polite golf clap, like, like Mickelson just tapped in for par. When I get one thing right, the audience goes crazy. Doesn't happen that often. All right, so you're at zero now. Yeah. And if you name two movies with Will Smith... No, I know. I'm setting it up. Oh, man, I I, I want to go with Independence oh, oh, oh. Day. You, who was your answer? My answer was Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the dog. Crazy obvious. Crazy obvious. <laughs> but now, if you name I, two more Will Smith movies, you'll get two more points. What, I what I am got? aware of the stakes, sir, and I will uh, I will say Independence Day. That is correct. <laughs> we will not go quietly into the night. I'm gonna go kick E.T.'s ass. Or what else have you got? What else have you got? <laughs> and I have E.T. in the donut. It all, it all came around there. Um, Ali. No, I, I, and that's the interesting thing about the metric is you think since he got nominated for Best Actor for an Oscar for is Ali, it, is, it, is it Men in Black? It would be in there. We already said Men in Black. Men in Black too. Oh. Stop guessing. <laughs> and also, it's never something that hasn't come out yet. Suicide Squad. No, they went with iRobot. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if Mark had gotten that, he'd still be one point shy of catching up to Leonard, who was our winner of that game! Thank you. May I have another uh, Tito's vodka and soda water in a glass that looks like it might have currently previously held jam? <laughs> On this stage, please. And if it's there's pitching, another Coors Light like for I Am like Legend... 50. Oh, yeah, give him a Coors Light for winning that game. Could I have a uh, vegan smoothie? <laughs> <laughs> vegan smoothie. And Mark, all you want is getting the chance to go first in the next game, but the next game, it is crucial and very helpful to be the first person to get to go because we're playing Ron Bennington's Adjusted for Inflation Bureau game. Yeah, AKA Mojo Rising. Here's the deal. I'll start with you, Mark. Wow. Listen, I know Leonard you won. You should have thrown the donut at that dude. I know Leonard won, but I really, I really want to help Mark. No, no, no. No, I'll start with Leonard. You're right. You're right. Not want a donut? Damn it. Leonard won the game. He gets to go first. So, Leonard, you get to go first every round of this game. And basically what it's going to be is I'm going to say the name of an actor or actress, and you're going to guess what you think might be one of their top three uh, best-performing you know, uh, box office appearances in North America adjusted for inflation. Yeah, so... During a month with R in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, just... Just all the parts I said. Okay, fine. And then, <laughs> and then the other two guys get to guess one as well. You each have to say different movies, so that's why going first is so crucial. And uh, if you Clearly. if you say that if you if you guess the number one movie, you yeah. get three points. If you guess the number two movie, you get two. If you guess the number three movie, you get one. Okay. If you don't pick a movie that was in the top three, adjusted for I inflation. I feel really bad for you. Right. Uh, and uh, you don't get any points. Okay. And we'll go Leonard, <laughs> then Mark, then Graham. <laughs> There's a bear in the audience. <laughs> Give me a movie you think is in the top three of all time for Mr. Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> well, they're all Star Trek movies, so uh, the theory. question is which. <laughs> yeah, let's which one let's performed, break it down. Which one performed? You don't want to give best. too much away to the other contestants. No, I'm sure they're they thinking of the. Thought, oh, I, I'm, shit, I'm sure they're thinking of the dozens of other feature films in which Leonard Nimoy made memorable appearances. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> well. <laughs> what do you got, Leonard? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess, and then I'm not gonna get the the, the right title. You gotta get the exactly correct right title. I'm screwed. Then I'm screwed. I'm guessing that, in terms of monetary mm -hmm. success, that's what we're looking for. That it would be the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, no. Star it's Trek. Good. It's called Star Trek. Oh. Mark? 
if you adjust for inflation, mm -hmm. in the early 80s, it cost like 25 cents to go see Van Halen. So I'm going to go with Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Interesting. <laughs> Graham? I'm going to go with Adjusted for Inflation, mm -hmm. which Mark thinks the 80s was like 1936. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, <laughs> you could see Van Halen for a quarter. <laughs> Camaros were a dollar and a half. <laughs> you drove around with your bell bottoms and everything cost a nickel. Gasoline was free. We just gave it out through our bullet parts and feathered hair. Mom, Uncle Elwood offered me candy again. <laughs> Do you want to eat Uncle Graham's eclair again, little Mark? That was creepy. Who said that? Um, adjusted for inflation, I'm going to go uh, Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Yeah. Okay. Was he in that? No. <laughs> They're looking for him. It was just his photo. It was just his photo, like Will Smith in the, the new Independence what if they? Thing. What if they never found him? They're like, oh, I guess we'll find him in the next one with whales. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Leonard's got Star Trek, and Mark has... Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Which is what I would have picked. And Graham has... Search for Spock. Coming in at number one... Leonard Nimoy, adjusted for inflation. Transformers, Dark of the Moon. <laughs> Graham is flipping off the Autobots. I, uh, I dispute that. <laughs> I do not acknowledge those movies as You can Box Office Mojo does not mess around with it. This proves that the Leonard Malton we have on stage is the real Leonard Malton and not a robot Leonard Malton. <laughs> because coming in at number two, Star Trek, J.J. Abrams. Okay. <laughs> two points to Leonard. And then coming in at number three, this is going to blow your minds. I know the Transformers movie. Sit into darkness? Star Trek the motion picture. Oh, I was going to I was going to guess that. that. That was that movie was huge. That, that was, was an enormous adjusted movie. for inflation. Yeah. That made like 200 million dollars then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. very big. Mm -hmm. yeah, Back when movie tickets would you just give the man a peanut <laughs> shell? <laughs> a peanut shell? Yes, and you'd sit on his lap and he'd show the Victrola. <laughs> All right, Leonard has two. Mark and Graham, nada da. <laughs> Starting with you again, Leonard. Uh, what's in the top three movies for Mr. Actual former guest on this show, Simon Pegg? I would say. You guys say might be noticing a Star Trek theme emerging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it would be J.J. Uh, Abrams' Star Trek, I would think. Okay, you're sticking with that? Yeah. You just say that all night? Yeah. Mark? I'm going to go with a little film that I saw five times last year called Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. What the fuck? 
fuck do I have left to pick now? I don't know. I just I just hope that uh, IMDb recognize. I'm not IMDb. Box Office Mojo uh, recognizes uh, that film as a Simon Pegg film. Oh shit! Right. <laughs> this has got real. Didn't he do that under the cloak of secrecy? If you, you have that much would info you about call, it. Uh, would you call that movie a... Uh, <laughs> would you call it a Daniel Craig movie? I mean, he was good in it. He was better in that than he was in Spectre, so it makes some sense. Whoa, too listen, soon, bro. Listen, seriously, you could sleepwalk through a roll if you have a Stormtrooper <laughs> outfit on. All right, what do you got, Graham? Right? It's tough. The second J.J. Abrams Star Trek one? Okay, I don't know if that's the correct title, but <laughs> we'll dig into it and find out. <clears throat> Number one, Simon Beck movie adjusted for inflation is Star Trek. You're correct, Leonard. <laughs> Leonard is running away with this thing. Five points for Leonard now. Um... You guys, not so much. Because <laughs> coming in at number two, Star Trek Into Dar the Darkness. Into Darkness. I said it wrong, but... That's right. That's what I said. Into Darkness. <laughs> and number three of all the Simon Pegg films of all time, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, oh. Right, 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 right. Yeah, love that movie. All right, so Leonard has five, and uh, you know the rest. Graham's got two. No reason. No, no, you don't, you don't have two. No. All right, here we go. <laughs> Leonard, you should flip flop it. Yeah, out of fairness, but I I like how this is going. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you'd have won that last game, you'd be in the catbird seat where Leonard is. Zoe Saldana. <laughs> who I heard somebody on the radio today refer to her as Zoe Saldania. And I was like, no. <laughs> How dare you? What's in her top three, Leonard? Avatar. Okay, he goes with the Avatar. Oh! Not a bad guess. Mark? I want to say one of the Star Treks. Uh, I'll go with the, I'll go with the Star Trek, the first one, the J.J. Abrams reboot. Star Trek. Yes. Thank Graham? you for your support. Graham. <laughs> I will go with a little picture by the name of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. This shit's gonna Full title. Full title. <laughs> Marvel Prince. <Marvels. laughs> All right, here we go. Coming in at number one and putting Leonard Malton in a sweet, sweet position. Avatar. <laughs> Eight points to Leonard. Coming in at number two. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. 
Uh, again, that movie needs to be redacted from films. <laughs> and then number three, reboot Pirates of the Caribbean. You know if they rebooted it, some asshole would act just like uh, Keith Richards. Like they wouldn't recreate that character. Anyway. No, they'd act uh, like they'd act like Johnny Depp and Mordecai. <laughs> Graham, you were right. I mean, you were you got something because you said Guardians of the Galaxy, and that came in at number three. Yeah. So grand total of that game, Leonard eight, Graham one. You're kicking ass, Leonard. Are you taking supplements? Are you? <laughs> my, bra my brain sorts information better, apparently, with these games oh, than with, the one, this. Than with the, than the one that bore my name. What yeah, can I tell yeah, you? Yeah, your own game, you're fucking terrible at it. <laughs> but I'm glad we... Oh, shit. I'm glad we've uh, moved on to other stuff. Graham, how you feeling? Good. This is why... Leonard winning is why you never pick a fight in a guy in a bar who's wearing a Dumbo shirt. <laughs> Because he is not afraid to fight. I didn't know you had a Dumbo shirt on. It's like an Izod shirt, but it's just Dumbo there instead of a instead of a child eating crocodile. And he's got a, a Mickey Mouse watch. It's awesome. <laughs> I bow to you, sir. Do you think you're the, like the the most like the foremost? Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Disney. Disney. Well, uh, Disney, but also like Mickey Mouse more specifically. Don't you know more about Mickey Mouse than anybody? Oh, no. I got a lot of competition there. Really? Oh, yeah. But you've written books. I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst host. You've written books. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one more game. You guys want to do one more game? We got to play Last Man Stanton. People love it. Anyone can play, but you have trouble thinking of it when you actually are playing. It's a very difficult game. I'm going to get a name of an actor or an actress from the audience. And we're gonna take turns, starting with Leonard. We'll flip-flop the order this time, Graham. I hope you're happy. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'll go second, and then Graham, and then... <laughs> I can't win, I just like to play. Just I, I, I like to show off, or at least try to. Uh, so Leonard, me, then Graham, then Mark. And uh, we're gonna get an actor or actress, and we just gotta name them until we can't name them anymore. And how are we doing on time? Is everybody all right? All right, we'll go a few minutes long, and we will, uh, plus we started a few minutes late. So, uh, you each have a lifeline that you can use in this game. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's the person whose name tag you chose. Okay. So, at one point, if you need help, you can go to them, and they can answer for you. They'll tell you a movie, and then you have to decide if you want to use it as your answer, but the audience will usually cheer in a way that encourages you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all pretty obvious. Where is Azul Always Lies? 
Hi, what what does that name mean? Azul always lies. Last Airbender. <laughs> the movie or the animated series? Animated okay. series. Thank you. Well, that you dis that disqualifies you, but thank you for trying. <laughs> this is about movies. <laughs> no, you get to uh, suggest a. Uh, I saw you on Twitter, and a lot of folks tonight uh, wrote to me on Twitter, and thank you for that. But I have to pick one person, and so I went with Azul Always Lies. And uh, what do you got for us? What uh, actor or actress should we use tonight? Drew Barrymore. Oh! I dropped the lid of the pen because I got so excited. I said a Drew Barrymore in the last time we played the game, but I won't say with who because I don't want to clue these other guys in. Starts with you, Leonard. Name a movie that's got Drew Barrymore in it. Firestarter. Oh, that's the one. That's the one I was thinking of. What am I going to do? <laughs> I hope she's worked more. <laughs> I'm next? Yeah. You guys are right. <laughs> I want to go with... <laughs> the one I said the last time, because it was John C. Riley. It was the last time I played this game. Uh -huh. Never been kissed, oh. which is also the name of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Graham Elwood. E.T. Full title. The extraterrestrial. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. But I like to add his and his adventures on Earth. Mark. She won an Oscar for Charlie's Angels. Whoa. <laughs> Half right. <laughs> Leonard. Ever after. Oh. I might have mentioned this recently on the show. I'm a huge fan of music and lyrics. Oh, yeah. Not the movie, just those two things. <laughs> the um, Charlie's Angels 2. Oh, why are you... Yeah, the whole audience is angry with you. Charlie's Angels 2? Yeah, you better pick the, something else. The, you, you better the, re... The charlieing. You, you should rethink that. Go, go back. Shh. Retract. Yeah, he's taking it back. All right. Lifeline, Ashley. Oh, wow. Oh. What do you think Donnie, of that? Donnie Darko and a guy not playing the game. He's going with it, Donnie Darko. Uh, went, oh, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> I hate to be the guy that only answers Charlie's Angels movies. Charlie's Angels full throttle. Yes. I'm very proud that I don't know that full title. They should have been clapping for you, but they clapped for me. <laughs> They're like, he knows that awful movie. <laughs> Leonard? Fever Pitch. Whoa, with Jimmy Fallon, yes. 
Very good. I'll go with, uh, how about Whip It? I like Whip It. Was that the roller derby movie? Yeah, yeah it's a good it movie. Is. It's a good movie. Yeah, underrated. Yes. She directed it as well. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> You're just thinking about whipping it, aren't you? Um, let's go with um, Boys on the Side. Oh, very good. Boom! Good choice. I'm going to go with her all too brief appearance in Scream. Scream, yeah. One of the greatest opening sequences ever. Man, that Jiffy Pop smells good. She does a good job. She does a good job in that, yeah. Leonard. I'm running dry. Uh, oh, well, you can use your lifeline. But you don't I will. have I just, to. I want, no, no, I want to think for another minute. Then yeah, I'm not trying to you just think for a minute. Fifty-nine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just saw her. She she made this movie with Tony Collette last year that oh, barely yeah. came out. Oh, that Catherine Hardwick friends. directed. Yeah, yes. it's, a, it's a good movie too. Yeah, it's a nice movie, I can't, I can't think of that one either. Jess, can you help me? What do you got? What do you got for him? Blended. She's saying blended. Blended. You you agree? Yeah. Blended is correct. Yeah. Thank you. Adam Sandler. So I might as well knock out another one of those. The <laughs> Wedding Singer. <laughs> Got a ram. 51st Dates. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> now I got to admit to knowing that she was great in Poison Ivy. Oh! I had teenage feelings to that movie. <laughs> Mark's teenage feelings movie. <laughs> Leonard? Ah, oh, this is terrible. I'm running out of gas here. Uh, Go with the sequel, Poison Ivy Full Throttle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I'm trying to test if if my daughter's telepathy oh, uh, is working. Yeah, you know, could and, she, and could you know she what? send you some vibes? Yeah, some it, it, it isn't Bar working. Barrymore. It isn't working. Vibage. Uh, am I allowed to turn to Jess again? She was in some weird ones. No, that you use your life. Oh wait a minute! What's the what's the cowgirl oh, movie? Oh yeah, the cowgirl movie. Bad girls. <laughs> I was she in Bad Girls? Yeah, okay, Bad Girls. Yeah, yeah, it was like four ladies. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were all bad girls in the yeah. West. Yes. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Fucking pulled that one out. Yeah. Jeez. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, when she was a littler, and it was an anthology film called Cat Eyes. Oh, yeah. Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye. You fixed it for me, but I was wrong, so I'm out. Graham? Uh, can I call in another lifeline? Did I you got, already use your lifeline? Well, no, I got this lifeline right here. Well, <laughs> Brian Posey! <laughs> Graham's gonna go with Cat's Eye, you stupid stone motherfucker. 
Brian Fosain. <laughs> Helping out Graham. Do you want to help out Mark? No? That's cool. <laughs> That's my boy. I'm considering using my Stay lifeline now. Be ready, Brian, because Graham is out. Uh, That's all I got. That's Casey. all you got? <laughs> Brian Posehn is a tough act to follow, Casey, but if anybody can do it, it's somebody who gave me a box of E.T. donuts. What do you got? Batman and Robin. I'm gonna go with Batman and Robin. Wow. Yes. That's impressive. Very good. Very good. Very good. Leonard. Has this helped you to think of any other ones? No. <laughs> Whoa, somebody has a clue. Think of food. I'm always thinking of food. Yeah. Not a great clue. Think of gravy. Shut up! <laughs> oh, crazy? I thought you said gravy, because that, that helps kind of for one that I'm thinking Now I of. got gravy on my brain. No more audience yelling. <laughs> Anything? No, am, I, am I allowed to use my lifeline a no, second time? No, no that's she's it. She's out, but she's got another one? Down for the count. Oh, Could you well. pantomime what it is for him? She's trying. Okay. Looks like a house. Oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Nothing? All right, Leonard's out. Graham? Um, I'm going to go with Chef. Because of that food clue? You're out. No, no. She plays the assistant manager. In Chef? Yeah. You're right. You're right. John Favreau's movie. She's All right. In, you know. Simon Pegg was in The Force Awakens, damn it. This is... <laughs> Who you got? What do you got for Drew Barrymore? Uh, home fries. Yeah. That's what I thought she was going for. No, that's... Wow, I, wow that's impressive. I, I had that in my head before I went to the lifeline early. Just I had home fries as the backup. All right, it's back on you, Graham. Home fries too full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Posehn standing by and hold home fries too full throttle. <laughs> home fries too full throttle. Um, are you feeding Brian? Hey, Brian. Would you like to come out here and throw this donut at the audience? Just chuck it at anybody you want. Yeah, because... <laughs> like, wait a minute, that's a perfectly rational Because they deserve question. it. I love that Brian said, why? Yeah, I, I think that's... Brian's like, why would I do that? Yeah. Because it's an opportunity. What's happening? Where, where are we at? We, Meanwhile, I'll ask you that same question. Mark? It's Graham's turn. But, Mark, could you make Graham answer? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she was ever in a movie with Leaf Garrett. Actually, she was. Um, let's see. How many? I get one lifeline or two? Well, you're out of lifelines. Okay. Posehn helped you out. If you can't name one, Mark is going to be our winner. <clears throat> okay, hold on. 
Drew Barrymore, she was the child in E.T. <laughs> Got it? <coughs> um, I, ha I have my movie. He's throwing it down. He's saying he already has one, Graham. Let's get it. Okay. So you're going to have to come up with two to win. Unless I got his. Oh! I don't... doesn't you feel wouldn't. like you have any. <laughs> Maybe the movie he's got in his head is now in mine. Oh. This just became professional wrestling so quickly. <laughs> um... All right. It is. <coughs> um, is there a time count? Do you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> um, it's a. Uh, um, I'm picturing the film. I'm just trying to get the title. She's. Okay, so Graham's out. Meet the Fockers. Oh, Meet the Fockers is a great guess. <laughs> but no. She, she plays the therapist. Another one to rub it in. He's just not that into you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I thought she was, when she made the house instead of home fries, I think she was trying to act out duplex. <laughs> Wow. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mark is our winner, everybody. Where's your name tag, Graham? Oh, it doesn't have a shithead on it. Yeah, I can tell you what it is, though. Oh, okay, cool. He's going to tell me what it is. Um, <laughs> where's our winner at? Come get your prizes. Yay! You know what's great is that Casey gave me the answer, Batman and Robin, and she gets a uh, Batman. There you go. Yeah, it worked out great. No, that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. the idea is that, uh, you know, they got to pitch in to win the prizes. <laughs> if you come in the back, I'll sign the book, the comedy film written book. Oh, sure. there you go. Uh, if you come in the back, I'll sign your body. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna, I mean, everyone... My wife! <laughs> I'm going to set up my uh, eclair booth in the back. You can all <laughs> look on my eclair. Did you bring merch tonight, Graham? I have a couple comedy film nerd books and some CDs. I'll just be in there the back. There you go. He'll be in the back. Them. Come hey. by and see him. What else you got to plug, buddy? Promote well, yourself. Los Angeles Podcast Festival, September 23rd through the 25th. <laughs> San Diego, make the drive up the five to the Sweet Sofitel Hotel. <laughs> I just fucking rhymed all that shit. Yeah, rhyme. Um... <laughs> That's at LAPodFest.com, and of course, my podcast, Comedy Film Nerds. What's your, uh, what's the shithead? It is uh, Long Lines at Comic-Con. Okay.
Mark, what's going on? What's what's up with Schmoes? No, what are you doing at Comic Con? Tell us everything. We, you guys can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Schmoes. No, go there to YouTube. You hit subscribe. You go to Schmoes. No, you get us to three hundred thousand subscribers. We get to take our whole crew to Vegas. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, you guys can also get upcoming stand-up tour dates at MarkEllisLive.com. That's my Twitter handle, MarkEllisLive. Thank you guys. Mr. Lenny, I don't know what you're yelling about, but stop it. <laughs> what was it? Do we all get to go to Vegas? That's what you're yelling about? That's a weird stance to take. I'm going to go see a show and then ask if I can get a trip to Vegas. Seems like a lot for what you paid for this show, but <laughs> we'll see if we can work it out. Mr. Leonard Malton, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Now on the Nerdist Podcast Network. That's right. I've just joined the Nerdist Podcast Network. Our first show uh, dropped last Friday with Roseanne Barr, and that's available right now on iTunes or at Nerdist. And you can also find a link at my, pod, uh, my website, rather, leonardmalton.com. We've just relaunched that, new and improved, bigger and better than ever. And uh, I'm on Twitter, at Leonard Malton. And I'll be at several panels on Friday uh, at Comic-Con, including the Rotten Tomatoes, Your Opinion Sucks panel in the evening. And a Pogo, Walt Kelly's Pogo panel early afternoon. And then talking to you on an episode of Malton on Movies, Doug Benson. That's right, in Petco Park. Petco Park at 4.15. I don't know how people get into that, but I'm, in, but I'm into that. I'm excited. Can't, can't wait. I know it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I really can't wait. There's a lot of great things that are going to happen here tomorrow, but Friday's when I'm going to be with Leonard, so fuck tomorrow. I'm completely into Friday. Hey, I'm doing stand-up at uh, Cabo in uh, Del Mar in September. I'll be out there on Friday, September 16th at uh, Del Mar where the surf meets the turf. And uh, thank you one time to one more time to all of my guests, Graham Elwood, thank Mark you, Ellis, Sandy and Leonard Malton. As always, long lines at Comic-Con are a shithead. And people who skip Doug Loves Movies to watch the world... <laughs> now I have to start over. Hey, 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 everybody. People who skip Douglas movies to watch the world premiere of Star Trek Beyond and don't invite me are a shithead! Once again, today's episode is brought to you in part by Spotify's Discover Weekly. Discover Weekly allows you to lose yourself every week in the thrill of new music discovery. Your Discovery Weekly playlist is 30 songs you didn't know you loved yet. You get a brand new, unique playlist every Monday personalized to your taste. Go to Spotify.com slash Discover Weekly now to get your playlist. 
Thanks also to our pals at Loot Crate, the monthly subscription box for geeks, gamers, and pop culture nerds. Join us as we celebrate the futuristic. July's crate is packed with items from some of pop culture's favorite prognostications of science and the future. Look towards tomorrow with items from Rick and Morty, Star Trek, Futurama, Mega Man, Valiant Comics, including a model, a figure, and don't forget, our monthly tea and pin. Go to lootcrate.com slash Doug and enter the code Doug to save three bucks on your new subscription today. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room 